0: So yesterday we were discussing that specifically through action commandments we grasp God's essence, both through the doing of the commandment and even through the studying of the commandment and even through studying the esoteric dimension of the commandment. And we explained that because the physical objects of this world all come, they all derive their energy from sovereignty of the world of action, the lowest of the four worlds. Within which though, you can go all the way back, is sovereignty of the world of being, the highest world. Within which is the infinite light of God. So in that physical item, in that coin that I'm going to put in a charity box is the infinity of God. And the action of the commandment reveals that. And a coin, I guess, and a charity box, I get. And the commandment of charity, I get. I get all these things in a very inner essence way because they're part of my physical world. World. So when I'm doing this commandment, or when I'm studying the laws of giving charity, even when I'm learning the esoteric dimension of the giving of charity, I'm getting the essence of it because this is all part of my world. As versus if I'm studying about God and the spiritual world and the levels of soul and the angels, these are things I can talk about, but I'm only talking about them, I'm not really getting them in essence, because they're not part of my physical world. So therefore, when I study them, even though studying is very important, and even though they evoke in me a love and fear of God, which is very important, but I'm not getting the essence of what I'm talking about. So I'm only getting God on a level of external, on a level of existence, but when I do a commandment, that's practical and, and action-oriented in dealing with the physicality of my world, I'm getting the get access to what I'm doing. And the Rebbe even says that studying these laws of the commandments, like the laws of charity, in a certain way is considered like doing it. And so therefore, in a certain way, studying the laws of the commandments are superior to delving into the inner dimension of Tyra, to delving into the progression of worlds, to delving into the angels, to delving into God's dimensions. Because when I'm studying the laws, I'm getting the essence of the subject, the essence of the physical objects with the essence of the infinity of God inside of them. this also creates a union of my mind and God's thoughts. Because as we were explaining yesterday, to have complete comprehension is only if you're grasping the essence. So we learned much, much earlier in Tanya, in Chapter 5 of Tanya, that when you are completely learning to her and completely immersed in the learning. Your mind surrounds and is surrounded by the divine wisdom embodied in the Torah you're learning. And this intellectual union also creates a union of your soul, which transcends your intellect, with the infinite light of God that's invested in this Torah. And that only happens if you really understand what you're just saying, which in essence means when you're doing these practical laws, but when you're learning about the angels or the configuration of divine attributes, then it's a very external grasp. So therefore you can't have this bond of your thoughts with God's thoughts and then your soul with God's light invested in what you're learning. Yet, the Rebbe goes on to say, on the other hand, there's something very special about studying God. So until now, we were saying the enormous specialness of doing the commandment, the practical commandment, grasping essence, not just existence, external dimension. And we even extrapolated that this applies when you learn about the commandment because you're also grasping the essence. You get it completely. If you're talking about how to build a sukkah or how to separate meat from milk or how to check if it's wool and linen, I mean, these are things, the physical thing we, we understand what we're talking about when we learn the laws. It makes sense to us. We understand physicality. So we get them in essence, which means we get God in essence who's inside of them. But on the other hand, there's something very, very superior about studying about God. Studying the world and studying the angels and studying the divine attributes and studying the levels of soul. It's actually a commandment. It's actually, in a sense, the most superior commandment because there's a commandment to know God we have an obligation to attain apprehension of God himself. And it's very important to do this. You can see I've got another 612 commandments also. But it says in the verse that when you know God, then you can serve him with a whole heart. In other words, knowledge of God leads to serving God with your entire being. And it's explained in Hasidic discourses that means specifically to serve God with awe. And this is the ultimate intent of all commandments, as it says in the verse, in the Torah, that God commanded us to perform all these statutes so we may fear the Lord our God. So when we are studying God, which leads to a fear of God, this is is my whole existence in this world, this is what I'm here for. And when I'm studying the inner dimension of Torah, when I'm studying the various spiritual levels that comprise the order of the world, when I'm studying the divine attributes, when I'm studying God, this enables me to fulfill this commandment of knowing God, which in turn leads to this whole heart of fearing God. And this is very much why I'm in this world. As Reba says, this is the essential thing. This wholehearted awe of God is the ultimate purpose of all commandments. And so even though when I'm studying God, I'm only aware of existence, that's true, I'm not grasping essence, yet I'm doing the most important commandment because I'm doing the commandment that's the purpose of all commandments, to lead to a true fear of God. So what do I do to try to get it more when I'm talking about God who obviously is, you know, the coin and the the charity box and the, the meat and the milk. Now I'm trying to study God. So the Rebbe says what you need to do is try to, like, picture the spirituality. Study, you're studying the innermost mystical dimensions, but study it in a way that you really try to comprehend it. In other words, even though we're saying you you cannot grasp the essence, you cannot grasp the essence, you cannot grasp the essence, you still want to try. Because the more you have a comprehension of God who is incomprehensible to you, the more it's going to click the more you're going to have that awe, the more it's going to enliven your entire service. So what you need to do is try as much as possible to get into it and study it intellectually that your mind can wrap around these very mystical concepts and make them real to you. But even though we're saying that this is the most important commandment, in a sense, which it is, because it's leading you to the sphere of God, which is the whole purpose of your existence. At the same time, you've got to fulfill all the other 612 as well. And every commandment is important to fulfill. Every commandment is an extension from the divinity of the world of being. And through fulfilling each commandment in thought, speech, and action, thought, which parallels the energy of the second world, the world of development, Bria, speech, the third world, Yitzirah, forming, and action, the fourth world, Asiya, action. When I'm doing that, I am causing the refinement and the extraction of the sparks of tohu, of chaos, that are embedded in those worlds, which is also my ultimate purpose of my existence. i got a lot of purposes of my existence here. So on one hand, when I do or study the practical commandments, I'm getting the essence of God and binding to him, mind to mind and soul to energy. On the other hand, when I study about God himself, I'm filling my being with an awe that I can only get by thinking about God himself, which is my whole purpose of being. And on the other hand, I want to focus on every single commandment because every commandment has a certain ability to release a certain spark of God's energy from the world of chaos that's been trapped. And by my fulfilling the commandment, doing the commandment, speaking about the commandment, thinking about the commandment, I'm releasing those sparks as they are in my physical world and in the higher world of development, forming, and action. And now the Rebbe says there's an additional reason, something else we're going to bring in here, why commandments of action have a superiority and are very significant to do speak and think about because the soul in essence is has is on a lower level than the source of the commandment even though these commandments come down to putting a coin in a charity box, but the source of that commandment is stemming very 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 high so if i'm taking my soul that's of course very very high and i'm pulling out of my soul love and awe of god which is very very high but still it's not as high as the energy of the commandment. So it's not only that the commandment is very important because it's extracting the sparks of chaos, which is the purpose of creation, but also in essence, the commandments are superior to the energy of my soul. So therefore when my soul is invested in a commandment, my soul's raised to the level of the commandment, which is higher than her own level. And that's why it's so important for my soul for me to do all of these commandments. And the Rebbe explains this Kabbalistically that the commandments derive from God's divine name which is called Sag, which I will explain what that is. And the soul comes from a lower level of God's divine name which is Ma. And Sag is more of the inner aspect of God's energy. And Ma is more of a reflection, but not the essence of God's energy. Now, what is Sag and what is Ma? We mentioned this at the very beginning of this essay. God's most basic name is four letters, Yud and a hay and Vav and a hay, Havaya, Hashem. The name that we cannot pronounce. Now, that name has four letters. And it's a very simple numerical value if you take the Yud and the hay and the Vav and the hey, and you get 26, and that's God's most basic name. But Kabbalistically, we have many different ways to spell out each of those letters. Not the Yud. The Yud always stays the same. It's Yud Vav Dalit. But the hey, the Vav, and the He, we have, I mean, you can make up whatever you want, but Kabbalistically, we have four different standard ways of spelling it depending on if you're gonna add an olive, a hey, above, There's different letters, each of which could, in the Hebrew, spell hey. Like, is hey, hey, hey? Or is hey, hey, olive. There's different ways to do each of these letters. So when you're spelling them out, each one of those formations then create their own numerical value. The higher the numerical value, the more intense is God's energy. So there are four names from the standard vav The lowest of the four is Ma, meaning 45. Then higher is Dan, 52. Then higher is Sag, 63. And higher is Av, 72. So these are your four Kabbalistic ways of developing the vav k the four-lettered Foundational name of God. I might be, this might be going over your head, don't worry, but if you're following it, great. So the lowest of the four is Ma, because it's the lowest, because its numerical value is 45. That's the energy of the source of our souls. The energy of the commandment is from two higher than that. It's from Sag, which is 63. You say, yeah, 45, 63, but spiritually it's a tremendous difference. So the commandments are coming from a totally different level of God than your soul is. Your soul is coming from a level that's already been refined. Like the lower the number, the more refined is the energy and the weaker is the energy. The higher the number, the more raw is the energy and the stronger is the energy. So 63 is already the energy of chaos of the world of Tohu. Very strong and very raw. 45 is the energy of our world of correction, which is very refined and more constricted. So my soul comes from a more refined, more constricted energy of ma, and the commandments originate in a much raw, much more raw, and much more powerful energy of Sag. So therefore, when my soul takes the commandments, she's being lifted up from her more, if you want to call it pristine, but constricted state of ma, through this much more powerful energy itself, every time she learns, speaks, thinks, does these commitments. So beyond everything we already said, that through the commandments you're grasping the essence of God, that through the commandments your mind is, since we're totally getting it, your mind is fusing with God's mind, you're containing his thoughts, he's containing your thoughts, and through this your soul is containing and being contained by fusing with the energy of God that's in these Ideas in these commandments. Now we're saying you're releasing all these sparks, powers of creation. And now we're saying, fourth point, your soul is being elevated to a level higher than her source. So when your soul is just doing soul spiritual things, like really loving God and really fearing God, that's quite amazing. It is. But it's it's coming from herself. So she can't get past herself. So it's all still within this world of not. Of 45 energy. When she's doing the commandment, she's escaping the parameters of herself. And now she's in the fog reality, this 63 reality, which is the inner dimension of God reality, the dimension truly of the world of chaos, which connects to <clears throat> how our being is sustained by food of Strata is lower than us, inorganic, vegetative, living classes. They're lower from us, from our energy as men. But we can, as we eat these things, we're refining the sparks found within the inorganic, vegetative, or living classes. And we can pull on their energies. And their energies are higher than ours because they fell lower. We're men. They fell much lower. I mean, is falling all the way being inorganic. So they fell much lower, so they have much higher energy of the world of chaos. And when we're refining them by extracting the energy, by eating them and using them to serve God, we are being fed by their energies, which is higher than our own, because their energies are from thugs. So it's not a paradox that we, who are obviously quite superior to something inorganic or a vegetable or an animal, we're sustained from them because their energies, we're superior to them, and their energies are higher than ours. And in these lower stratas are more powerful energies, our energies of thugs, our energies of the world of chaos that fell into our world. And when I eat them and utilize them, and serve God with them, I'm being fed by their energies, which is more powerful than mine. And also, this is a, a final point in today, another reason why action-related commandments are loftier than your soul's love and fear of God is because it says we can't see God's face. We can't see his inner dimensions. Only the external aspects can come down to us. So the love and awe that I'm connecting with I can't draw this down into the soul because it can only come down in their external aspects because I can't see the face of God. So I can't get this. The action commandments derive from the external revealed aspects of God's divine attributes, the lower aspects, the last three of the six emotions. And these levels are levels that are external, that are Revealing outward, so these lower levels can descend below into the essence of these action commandments, so when I 'm doing these action commandments, i'm getting the essence of these levels, but the levels of my love and fear, which are truly higher than that, I can't get the essence of that point. I can only get it on a very superficial level. so if I'm looking to get the essence energy of God coming down to me, it's through the lower dimensions of God through which I'm now able, because they're lower, to grasp them completely in their essence. And the higher, loftier levels that my love and fear are reaching toward, since they're higher, I can only get them in a very superficial way. So what we had today, because it went back and forth and back and forth a number of times, on one hand we had the enormous, you know, totally overriding team here is the enormous significance in doing, speaking, and studying the action commandments for all of the reasons we said, and at the same time, the enormous specialness in doing completely the opposite of all this, which is learning about God himself for completely different spiritual gain, through the gain of a feeling of fear of God that's going to vivify my entire surface and, in a sense, the purpose of my entire existence. And at the same time, when I'm doing the commandments, I'm extracting all those sparks and I'm getting the essence of God, and I'm binding with God, and it's also my entire purpose of existence. So therefore, all of this benefits us, though in varying different ways.